Welcome to Ipsy Weird. That's it. Okay. We're live. Got it. And uh, as you might hear that Nick's not here with me because he's a bitch. No, last minute plans changed where he couldn't make it, and I invited a friend over, as we mentioned before, to talk about spooky, scary stuff. And uh, he, I don't know, he just couldn't make it, and she showed up. So I'm like, well, shit, we got to do something. So yeah, I'm here. I don't know how much spooky stuff we're gonna talk about today, though, without Nick. Yeah, so I mean, we're just gonna it's gonna be a normal episode. Just instead of Nick, it's my friend Tiffany. So how's it going? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely going. I'm sorry I was a little late to the party. I mean, it's, I mean, you're good. Like, you showed up right. Like, you showed up right when Nick was about to show up, so it would have been timed perfectly. But he just there was too much fucking construction. You didn't warn me. Like that '94 at the Willow Run exit was like shut down. Oh, I didn't. You didn't know that all that was. No. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. I had to like turn around, get back on the highway, go up and over. Yeah, I know. I take the was that Huron Street. Yes. And then uh, take, I take that and just come back down this way. Yeah, I mean, after I got the appropriate exit, I was totally fine because I used to live like across the bridge. But I was so mad because I'm like, what is going on over here? Yeah, I just that's been they they tore out like that whole like if you right here off of E Chorus when you go and uh or you could either go into like West Willow and then the yeah. highway and then they had that little bridge. Yep. That would connect you back on to get to Michigan Ave. They tore that whole thing out. They ripped all that out, and they're re- they're redoing that whole section over there. Why? It I, worked just fine. Yeah, I don't know why. And uh, they've been doing it for so long that I've just like it's just it's just a thing now. So I forget to you know mention to people that that's not a thing that works over there anymore. Yeah, I I thought that they were originally like gonna redo it to prevent a homeless camp. Like, you know, in that little square of of land right before, you know, when you turn onto the highway, basically. But I never saw any homeless people there, so it, I don't know. It didn't seem like a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's, I don't know. There's, I mean, I've run into my penny share homeless camps back in the day, so. Well, right, but I've never seen one there. <laughs> so, like, that was what I, I don't know. Maybe I heard, misheard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention to what happens. It's just like, oh, that's the thing that's <laughs> happening. So, right. Well, originally that's where I tried to come from, and then I was kind of like, oh shit, and now I'm gonna be late. And so you had to go all the way up to like near like Belleville, loop around, and no, I turned around. I like literally because I had already gotten off the. Highway. Oh, you got off, and then that thing. they had the road closed Close. signs, but they had have this little space where you can loop around. So that's what I did. Okay. You, I thought you were like still on. I thought they had like the whole thing, the whole exit shut off. Nope, no, thankfully. <laughs> but I was still really confused because then I was on Michigan Amp technically, and I was like, "What the f- do I do now?" You know, I guess not Michigan Amp because you know how like Canton. Yeah. You know, you're driving back from Canton, and then all of a sudden you're on this like weird stretch of road that doesn't really have a name in Michigan Ave's over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's where I was. <laughs> I was stuck in that weird stretch that they were, like, trying to get rid of, I guess. Right on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all that way all the time. It's like I got, when I drive over to Nick's, I gotta, I'm got. i on Michigan Ave, so I'm always in that little area. 
Yeah, they had detour signs for another road, not the one that you live off of. And I was like, oh, I hope his road's not closed because I'm going to be real pissed. And then thankfully it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, this is Michigan. It's uh, construction. I mean, we're just in construction time. So. Yeah, but why now? Usually they do it around here when the students aren't here. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, even like all through the college, they have all those roads torn up and they're redoing those. I know. They waited forever this year. I don't know if it's because of like, you know all the pandemic shit or what, but they waited forever, and yeah, I hate it, it. That probably has something to do with it. Like, probably couldn't, people weren't working, couldn't work, whatnot, and then it just led to delays. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, thankfully, there was no U of M game today. I actually looked. I didn't even think about it until my husband was like, uh, there's a lot of traffic on 94. You should probably look at that. And no, they're in Wisconsin today and okay. they're going to be out of state next week too i can't remember but then after that they'll be back and there's another thing i don't i don't pay attention to the sports or what's going on in college like i don't know well you don't have to drive to get here but nick and i <laughs> both do <laughs> so that's why i was i mean he's coming from the other way but yeah he's taking 275 to michigan ave right but i'm sure there are some fans that are going to come up that, that way. way yeah you know what i mean I just happen to live right in the fucking middle of all the... I have to drive through U of M, basically, to get here. Yeah, yeah part, of, part of Ann Arbor you got to get through, and then Ypsilanti. They're both fucking college towns, so... Yeah, the last... Oh, my God, I was on my way to Detroit um, to visit my best friend uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there was a U of M game here, and so 94 going west was totally backed up, and I was going east just going, ha, ha, ha suckers and like waving and all the traffic uh it was so nice to like get out of here <laughs> yeah, i mean uh last time i was in traffic was I, I was leaving your house and i didn't realize the time and i jumped on the highway i was like shit i'm in ann arbor traffic yes yeah it sucks it sucks normally but during the fall it's like 10 times worse and now with construction it's even worse which i don't understand that's why i'm like why you know, why do they have all of downtown torn up? At the same time, there are football games that people can actually go to. I don't mean, the roads are just that bad or you know, just bad then, timing. Of course, I'm like, why the fuck do I live here? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the second or the third thing that comes up. Why did I move here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like Michigan. I like this area. But also, I don't really know much else but this, this area. Right. Well, I mean, out of... All of Michigan, I guess I'm glad I live in southeast Michigan, you know. Um, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah, I mean, like, you go any higher, like, you want any higher up, it's kind of just weird spots. Like, you no one wants to be in Muskegon or Traverse City. Maybe Traverse City a little Traverse bit. Traverse City is really pretty. But, like, you don't want to be in, like, the middle, like, Flint or Lansing or anything like that. I didn't mind hanging out in Flint when I was a teenager, but I don't know really now how I would feel about hanging out there. I'm old, so, uh, but yeah, I just am really grateful that I don't live on the west side of the state, because fuck the entire west side of the state, until it's northwest, like Traverse <laughs> City, and then I really like the UP, but Adam put his foot down, and was like, I'm not, no, we're not moving there. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, because you, uh, during the, uh, you uh, worked at the grocery store with me, and they sent you up there for the, when the grand did. opening's up there. They tried to send me up there. I was like, I ain't going up there. I they know they there's, did. There's no way I'm going up there. But I was so excited that you passed on it because I made so much money <laughs> for that whole week because they paid me for all my drive time. Plus, they gave me like a per diem 
like allowance for food and I like I ate crappy food and pocketed the rest <laughs> like it was so great so I made like a whole month's worth of income in like a week yeah I mean I always drive like really shitty vehicles and I was like there's no way my truck's gonna make it that far speaking of shitty vehicles so my husband told me you were gonna fix my brakes potentially <laughs> yeah and like, if you buy the parts I'll fix your brakes <laughs> thank you I appreciate it. He gave me money to buy the parts, but I don't know if it's just the pads or if it's the pads and rotors, so I have to find that out. Um, and I don't know anything about cars myself, so I'm assuming I'm going to have to take it somewhere and have them tell me, you know, what I need to fix. Um, you should just be able to look at it. My check engine light's on, and I have no idea why. <laughs> Every vehicle I have owned, my check engine light's been on. Yeah, mine's yellow. It's not flashing. But it is on. It's been on for a while. But I've maintained all, like, so I've done all the fluids. You know, I get my oil changed regularly. So, I, like, I know my engine's not going to seize. I hope it's not going to seize. It should be fine. But you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah, I mean, your vehicle did sit there for, like, what, a year or so not being used? No. It, was, it was, like, 12 weeks, I think. 12 weeks? Okay, so. But still. Not that bad. Still. Adam tried to turn it on up until, the, like, he would go outside and turn it on, but the battery died for, like, the last eight weeks of that. So when I could drive it again, we put a new battery in it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just old car. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Said, every vehicle I've had, just check engine lights on. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And just roll with it. I kind of felt like pulling a Homer Simpson and putting a piece of tape over it. Because <laughs> I think he does that in one of the episodes. And when it comes off, he, like, freaks out. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't seen that much of The Simpsons to oh. to know. Um, like, so Adam and I have watched the first ten seasons so many times because that's all we watch. The first ten seasons are like the canon of The Simpsons. Um, that I can quote almost every episode, almost not all, but like, it's ridiculous. That's all we do. We quote The Simpsons <laughs> at each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've been around you guys enough to see that happening. Yeah, sorry. I like The Simpsons, but it's just not, it's not something that's not like my go-to thing to watch or quote or... You are a little younger than me. Not a whole lot, but I think it makes a difference. I was like of the first group of children that I think I was like four and wearing Simpsons pajamas and like watching it pretty much as it was on TV. Like, you know, the first season I think aired when I was young enough to appreciate it, like... And then ever since, I've been watching it. But I don't know. I tried watching it not too long ago. I was um, house-sitting for my best friend. And so I was sitting there and watching her Hulu picks. And I, it was an episode about smart cars. And it was just not funny. I remember staring at the TV and being like, where are the jokes? And then I realized it's like season 30. Because at the time, wait, no, 31 of The Simpsons. And I'm like, oh, well, that explains it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think with like anything, like I mean, that, you you probably don't have any of the, the original, like most of the original writing crew. I don't probably half of them are probably gone or. Yeah, I mean, pro I know Conan O'Brien was on staff, like you know, early. I you know, I have no idea what anyone's involvement is now. Is you can do that with like South Park? It's like when you have the original creators and that original team, it's good. And then when they went off to go do, I think they did uh, the Book of Mormon play mm -hmm. they're producing all that and they had a different staff of people writing the show right that it was just like this is this is not this is not good right yeah i 
go back and forth with South Park. Once again, I like the earlier seasons. They make me laugh. And I was definitely watched. I think I was in, like, middle school when that shit came out. Or, like, yeah, something like that. I remember my dad showing me the first episode. That's awesome. Yeah, the first episode still makes me laugh. It still does with the satellite dish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My parents used to watch it. They would, like... I don't know, they'd be getting ready to go to sleep and watching it, and then we'd sit at the foot of their bed, my sisters and I, and watch it. Yeah, so my dad stopped watching it, but he's like, they went too far when they did the, uh, when Cartman uh, cuts up the dude's uh, parents and puts them in the chili. I barely remember that. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't tell you, like... Adam and, actually watched it more prolifically than I did. I can't remember, like, why or what was exactly... Like, why exactly he did that, but he, to get back at the kid, he cut up his parents and put them in the chili and fed him the chili. Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that, because I remember it was a real, like, it was like Hannibal Lecter meets, um, oh, fuck, what is that movie called about stalking, where she cooks the rabbit in the suit? You've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, you, you lost me on that one, I don't know. It's some horror movie that Adam showed me after he had a stalker at the grocery store. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I think I can't remember who plays the crazy woman, but she cooks a rabbit, the pet rabbit, like the family's pet rabbit in some soup and, like, leaves it, tries to feed it to the family. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a bit out there. I mean. I think that's where they got the idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, in real life, like, I don't think I could ever see myself or, like, that just seems like such a chaotic situation to. I work with mentally ill folks now. I don't work at the grocery store anymore. I mean, Um, you could probably, that's probably still true if you said you still work at a grocery store. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Especially around here with half the customers that we saw. But yeah, no, you'd be surprised at what people do, what people can do. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've told me some stuff, like, which we can't talk about on this at all. Right. and you haven't even told me, like, the worst stuff is that stuff you can't tell anybody. And it's just like, man, like, that's the stuff that you're allowed to tell me. It's just like, whoa, that's uh, yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could talk about it, but unfortunately, I'm bound by confidentiality laws. Yes, yeah, so I got a really cool person here with me that has a really interesting job, and we cannot talk about anything about her job. Yes, we can. <laughs> I mean, I wish we could. I will say that I, I conduct psychiatric research. For a living now, um, and I work in a psychiatric hospital with a very specific population, and that's pretty much all I can say. But yeah, it's a great job, and I really like it. It's better than the grocery store. <laughs> it is definitely better than the grocery store, although I'm sure there are still some people that work there that should be where I work now. <laughs> probably. I probably should be one of them. No, 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 no. No, I think that you're misunderstood by the people that you work with, but I also know that you like that. So, because people kind of stay away from you and they give you space. Yeah, I just don't like people for the most part. Well, neither do I, but. I just try to cut all the bullshit. Like, I I ain't got time for stupid conversations, stupid things. Unless you got something interesting, get going, so. Yeah, no, I get that 100%. Um, I feel like I should explain that, like, when we worked together at the grocery store, we were basically, like, partners. Yeah, we can go in, we can get into that. Like, uh, we, of course, we met at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't really, I don't really know how we became friends or anything like that. It just happened, I think. I think it's because 
you had a lot of tattoos and so did I and I had to walk by where you were working so many times per day <laughs> that we just started talking and then eventually um because I start I think it was like I, I don't know if it was because of the schedule or if it was after I had Ella or something that they moved me to be like your right hand man yeah because uh after the, when I got moved over to the uh the receiving side of things in the grocery store uh, they didn't. I was the only one over there, and I had one other person working with me. But he's he worked between two different spots, so he helped me out if he could, and then he'd go over there and do his actual position. Yeah. And they for they constantly kept putting throwing people in there, and they wouldn't work, wouldn't work, wouldn't work. And then uh, I think it was because of your scheduling and whatnot, you had to switch. They're like, we'll put her over here, and kind of force us to like interact with each other i asked actually at that point because i noticed that whatever person you guys were training didn't work out and it was just you and the other person you worked with um and then i was like well if chris needs a partner i'll go back there and try because i get along with chris because at that point that was when i was walking back and forth where you were working at the other part of receiving yeah and then I actually did really get along with you. But I, I don't know. I really like difficult people. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one way to put it. I'm a difficult person, I guess. But you're intentionally difficult, and that's what makes it awesome. <laughs> like, you've been nothing but amazing to me, you know? And, like, we got to a point where we were really relying on each other to, like, get the job done every day. Which is definitely what I do not have right now. I'm sorry. Let me tell you a story of what happened yesterday oh no so uh, i have i took all my i took fridays off for until november yep because i'm like i have all these days to burn i'm gonna just burn every friday so i have three day weekends for a long time it'd be good tell the person that works with me the person that took your spot mm -hmm. like hey i don't work fridays till this date mm -hmm. so you have to come in at this time on fridays and do my job mm -hmm. and they've been doing it fine decent enough they fucking forgot yesterday. Oh, no. And he listens to the podcast, I think. He might still listen to it. So, yeah, but whatever. He, uh, he's, I accidentally took the key home. He's, I still only have one key. Because you still have the other key. Yeah, and actually, I'll, I'll be turning that in. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I, I was, uh, I was still up because I was like, it's my day off. I don't work the next day. So I was up till 6.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, crap, I still have the work key. So I sent him a text at like 6.15 going, hey, uh, I have the work key. I will be driving there real soon to drop it off to you. And then he replies back. He's like, you're not working today? Like, oh, no. Like, no, man. Uh, I still got the Fridays off. Uh, that's happening till November. It hasn't changed. Oh, man. And I'm already, uh, like, I'm already out on the road driving up there when he sends me this text. So now I'm going into a building. I'm on my day off with no receiver there. Right. And they're like, oh, hey, Chris, you are here. I'm like, no, I'm not supposed to be here. Right. And then oh, I had to sit there and... Uh, Did they make you work? Well, they asked, like, can you can you stay until he shows up? And I'm like... Are they still going to give you your vacation time? Yeah, so like, this ain't going to affect my, my, my time off. Okay, well, no, I mean, are you going to get overtime because well, you're getting your vacation pay and the hourly pay? It doesn't count as overtime because I only worked uh, like 30-some hours, oh. and then that's a paid day off, so that just that just tacks on like three hours, so that doesn't push over into overtime. Gotcha. So are they, basically, are they going to give you just your paid day off minus that one hour you worked or whatever? They're giving me my paid day off plus the three hours I worked. Okay, cool. That's what I wanted to know. 
Sorry, I used to be a union steward for this particular grocery store because they obviously need a fucking union. Yeah. They do. (laughs) Even, like, after you you left, like, like, there's a couple. I I would trust one person on the union side to handle my crap, but uh, the one person that used to work with me and that worked the two different spots I was mentioned earlier, they were a union steward, and they got shit done. Mm-hmm. And I know, then, that's who I learned from. And when they stepped down, uh, you stepped up, and then you got shit done. Mm-hmm. And then now, after, when you left, nobody stepped up. <laughs> ain't shit getting done. I am not surprised. I mean, the compensation was nice from the union for stepping up. I th- I don't know. I can't. I can't speak to the accuracy of this, but I was led to believe that I got a full bonus while some of the other students or stewards didn't get a full bonus for the first year that I, I did stuff there. Well, I mean, you were doing stuff where like they were using you, what you did as a, examples to teach other people. That's awesome. Remember, did, did you have like a, yeah. something with the scheduling conflicts and then you broke it all down and they used that as a guide to teach other people how, how this works and how they need to go about it. Yeah, they did. Um, they did that at the union conference that I, because I didn't know when I first became disabled and like left you stranded. Sorry, <laughs> I went to the union conference that year because I thought I was gonna be able to come back, and so I went. And they used that as a training example, but then they made they pointed me out, and they were like, "She's the one. <laughs> she did it." And I, I hate that kind of shit. So I just sort of put my head down for the rest of the day. But yeah, it was, they scheduled people during Christmas, but then they were cutting hours and adding hours and they weren't adhering to the contract. So basically I got a bunch of backed wages, like wages people should have gotten and didn't get um, given to them. So it was like a bonus for everybody involved and they were super happy and the union was ecstatic. And I can tell you that um, the grocery store was not. (laughs) Oh yeah, I can imagine they they (laughs) lost some money. Yeah, well, I don't think they counted on the fact that anybody was watching. Of course I'm fucking watching. Like, that's the whole point of what I was doing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, when you worked back there, we worked at, like, we had we had everything scheduled out. Like, all right, this is, you're responsible for this, I'm responsible for this. And it it just, it worked, it worked so well. And But I still believe to this day that they were still trying, they put you back there to get rid of me. I mean, they could have. I don't think that that was the original intention. I think it was. I don't. To this day, they're still trying to get me removed from that position. There there was, so there were two managers that I'm not going to share their names, but they were both women, um, and they were, like, high-up managers that no longer work at that store. And one of them wanted to put me back there and was responsible for me getting back there, but the other one didn't like me and was like, no, don't give her anything she wants, no matter what it is. So she didn't want me back there. Um, so I don't think the intention was to get rid of you. I don't know. It always feels, it always feels that way. Because, uh, I don't know. Even like to the, like today, it's like they're always trying to like, hey, you want to work in this department instead? You want to work over here instead? You want to do this instead? And I'm like, I, I kind of been doing this for eight years. I kind of just rather just do this and give me the support I need. Exactly. Like the guy that works with me is fine. He does the job. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we don't have that. We don't have that same connection where we were like on top of everything, getting everything done. And I think it's just because I, I don't know. I don't like to stand still. I get bored really easy. I mean, I, I think that that's mostly why. And we had fun while we were doing it. I mean, we get along 
pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, I think just as the time's gone by, I have uh, I've just turned into more laziness. Like I would bust my ass and get shit done. Now I'm like, I'm gonna do the bare minimum I need to for this company. Well, yeah, I mean, if they don't make you feel appreciated, then what? Why would you bust your ass for them? You know what I mean? Because I think that's the one thing. Like, because one, like I worked with you, and I'm like, I don't, she, I don't need her to come in here with a giant mess and just feel the stress that I'm under right now. So I'm gonna clean it up. And you did great, and I know that because I filled in for your vacations, <laughs> and I realized how much mess you cleaned up just so I could walk in there, like, Tuesday, because I had Sunday and Mondays off. So I could walk in Tuesday, and everything was cool. Yeah, and then, like, no, I don't do that anymore. I'm just like, it's a mess, it's a mess. Like, they'll have to figure it out. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do what is – here's my list. Here's what my job title needs me to get done. That's what I'm doing. Right. And that's and I'm walking away after that. Yeah. Yep. But before it's like, oh man, this is, let me get all this cleaned up so everything can run smooth and everything's good. And our even I'll help out. I'm like, all right, and, you know, I'll, there's too much here. I have heard do all this, and I'll, I'll knock this out so it, yep. everything can get done. Now I'm like, I don't care if it gets done. I just don't care. Well, yeah, the secondary factor I think why I tried to bust my ass was because I didn't uh, similar. I didn't want you to get catch heat for like shit that wasn't done. That wasn't your real responsibility because they would do that they would interchange us all the time like oh well why is x not done because it's not my job was not the answer i wanted to give so you know because i liked you (laughs) and i didn't want them to be like well why isn't he doing it you know plus i knew you were busy with all the other nine thousand things that would go wrong in one shift yeah this is just like like so they, they constantly like for ever now it's just like hey this is not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Quit putting it over here. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, why is my back room such a mess? It's like, well, you guys are cluttering it up with your junk. So let me take all the stuff that's not my responsibility, put it back over in your spot. Look how clean my area is. This is just why you need to get a new job. Because that, that unfortunately, will never change. Yeah. It's like, seriously, the way they structure their internal workings is just fundamentally flawed. And you know that. Yeah. Like, and they're never going to change that. I mean, they'd have to do like a complete overhaul on their culture and like the expectations and all this stuff. And you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. The the funny thing, they they gave everybody like t shirts and it's like on the back of it was like um, the the, the company name is like our culture. I'm like, the work culture here is garbage. It was good. (laughs) Yeah. But that t shirt's a lie because the culture in this building is garbage. That culture was garbage when I was there. I just passed out candy and let everyone wear blue <laughs> jeans on Fridays to like pacify the masses, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I can just think back like like when I worked the night shift, when I first started working there yeah. and working the night shift, it was just a good group of people hanging out, having a good time, and you, and you work. That's because our crabby boss, <laughs> who no longer works there. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. No one liked him. I'm like, I get along with this guy. Me too. But once again, I like difficult <laughs> people. Well, I, I just remember like getting like a, I'm the new guy. And so they, they hand me like a, a giant list of like shakes to go across the street to steak and shake. Yep. And, uh, oh yeah. We used to get coffee at, on like grocery third shift. Like we'd yeah, get coffee. They're like, Hey, uh, here, here's a long list of stuff. Here's some cash. Go over there and go buy shakes and stuff for everybody. I'm like, uh, my, my break's not till like another half hour. They're like break, <laughs> just go over there. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm just on the clock going to walk over to the steak and shake. And <laughs> right. 
Yeah, no, it was definitely, like, way cooler. They were way more relaxed. But, I mean, it, it just got progressively worse. Yeah, like, because there's always management shifts and changes. And every time you would be, like, you'd hate your management, and then you switch over to the next group of managers, like, I would rather have the old management back that I hate it. And then as the next year you go, man, I really want the previous managers. And then as it, just every year the managers got worse and worse. Like, I would take the nightmare that was this management – over what's happening now. Well, right. And I, unfortunately, I can't talk about... There is one incident in our our beloved company's <laughs> history um, that caused all management to be let go and shifted out of the building. And I can't talk about that because it would identify where we're talking about. But yeah. that's really what... Like, when the culture started going downhill was when they let go of everybody in the building... Um, that was like higher management, and then they got ten new people or however many in. I'm gonna cut this part out, but is that when the the upstairs? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's was, a, I just I can probably I can leave that part in because that doesn't. Yeah. yeah. The, the upstairs thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. That was the incident. They thought that the all the higher up management in the building should have known, and <laughs> they didn't. Um, which I don't think is very fair, to be honest. But that's really when the war, war culture started going downhill because they got rid of everyone and brought yep. in all new people with all different expectations. And, like, you only had middle management um, going, no, wait a second, you know, that's not how this building works. That's not how yeah. this... And, like, I have that same mentality. Is like, this, like yes, there, there's a chain of these stores. Yes. But each store operates differently. Yeah. And this one has a very unique way it works. Mm-hmm. And coming in from another store and trying to change how this building operates isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You you coming into this building have to adapt to how this building works. Yep. Just like if you were to get a new job, like I can't go take my experience from this grocery store and then go apply at a different grocery store and assume that it's going to be the same. It's a different right. environment. Right. Right, absolutely. You or if to- I were to switch location, locations of the grocery store I work in now and move, go to a different location, right. I would have to change. I would have to adapt to how that building works. Right, exactly. Well, you have different you have different expectations, even though they should all be uniform. They're not, and that's based on customer traffic, you know. And the place where we worked is unique. There are other chain, lo- other locations that are of that chain in the same general area, so you would think that the customer base would be evenly spread, but because of the how many colleges in the area? There are, like, four? Yeah, you got, like, the community college and all the other little things, yeah. Yeah, there's two major universities, plus community college, plus a Catholic college. Oh, I didn't even know about the Catholic college. Yeah, in the area, you know, then, yeah, you have a lot of student traffic, and that student traffic is really only here for certain times of the year. Yep, and then, like, th- this... Uh, Public transportation traffic, because only, up until this year, only two locations had public um, transit traffic, because they had bus stops right at the... Yeah, yeah, so, stores. like, yeah, people can jump on a bus and get there, yeah, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I don't know, it's just... I, I mean, I, I argue with them all the time, like, it, like, you have to handle this store like a different beast, like, you would, that store's different, this store's different, you, you're coming from that store, you, you just learn to adapt... Right. It's just a different. It's a different culture here than it is there. I would definitely quit if I were you. Life I want is, to. Life is so worth it outside of there. Well, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> it is. Trust me. And we're gonna work on making yours worth it. 
I feel bad. I have to say that. Come on. As a qualified mental health professional <laughs> and you're one of your close friends. Yeah, this is the closest thing I have to a therapist. <laughs> I will help make your life worth living. But um, but anyhow, no, I mean, none of that is going to change. All the things that we just talked about, I'm sure, are problems at every, yeah, any- every grocery store or workplace. Well, yeah, I mean, like, like you hear from every like I talked to the some of the drivers that work for the the delivery companies, like the pop vendors and whatnot, and they have this similar problems that I'm that we're having at the grocery store. So it's this, it's the same issue across any job you it's get. It's capitalism at its finest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't go. Trust me, I won't jump <laughs> on the soapbox. My husband hates it. It is like beating it out of me. But you know, they they really do a good job at like where you work at making you internalize capitalism so feeling bad when you're you have a vacation day and you have the only key in the building and you go in to give them the key and then they force you to work you know or ask you but still you felt like you had to say yeah you you feel like you can't be like no i'm dropping this key off and i'm walking out the building i got into a fucking car accident and i like in the parking lot um because the snowplow hit me yeah in the parking lot of the grocery store yeah and it wasn't my fault and I went in to let them know what happened and to leave, and they made me stay because you weren't there. They made me stay. They would not, and then I felt too guilty to walk out, you know, so now I wouldn't have. Yeah. Like, like, but even- I've had, like, two years away from the place on disability leave, and I got to say, like, even though I found other opportunities, clearly, one of the biggest factors in not going back was just the compensation, like they don't pay me enough to deal with all that crap, and especially when you can go work at Taco Bell now for like eighteen dollars an hour by my house. Yeah, see, that that's what that's really what's pushing like me to start looking or trying some because I everyone needs help. I need like I like I like my job. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you do. I like my job. I like what I do. I like the the drivers. I like I like my job minus. The company I work for and the chaos of that building. Yeah, I know. And then that's the, that's the hard thing. Is like I'm so comfortable in that job. I know how to do the job. I know the ins and outs. I know the people. I know what I'm getting into. I, I, I like that job. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I don't get paid enough. The fact that they're hiring people right now, starting at what I'm making, and I've been there ten years. Yeah, and drives that's me nuts. still too low. In my humble opinion, it's still too low. It's barely a living wage for this area of Michigan. Well, yeah, it's a, it, it's it's just enough if you have somebody that has a very similar wage and you can depend on them. It's like it's like half of what you need, but you need somebody else yeah. to take care of the other half. Well, I can tell you because my husband used to work for that company while I was working for that company, and we had an infant at the time. It was really hard for us, you know, to get her everything she needed um and then with our combined income now that he has a higher paying job and i have higher paying opportunities it's way easier you know i don't have to be as codependent on him and his salary maybe not to fully switch subject here but i always find it interesting i see people all the time like with similar job that i have like a similar paying job that i have and they're they're pumping out two three kids. I'm like, what are you? How how are you surviving? Well, I mean, they might have different. They might have different lives. Like I don't know. maybe they have inheritances or trusts. I don't or, know. Maybe some of these people. I'm just like, how are you surviving? You make is, is just as much as I make, and 
you're you're pregnant again. I'm like, how how are you? I don't know. I can barely survive. How are you surviving with three kids and you're a single parent? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I know there's like government aids and stuff, but it's yeah, like, there's government aid. There's government aid for daycare too. Yeah, but just like, like my my uh, my buddy, I just went and visited him the other day, and uh, they they had not, their son's a few months old. Right. And like, but they both have really good paying jobs. They have their house. They already bought their house. They 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 That's put money awesome. away. They're they're some of the smartest people. Like I'm like, he's younger than I am. I'm like, how the fuck? Do, how do you how did you buy a house already? Yeah. No, there are some. There are some people out there that either have a mind for this stuff or they actually have good parents that, like, teach oh, them things. Nah, he, he's, uh, his parents aren't the greatest. But, I mean, I guess the one thing that his parents did would be we both worked for the same company when we were children. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't allowed to spend his money. Oh, So gotcha. I guess that's one good thing. He, like, he had a, he, all that money was yeah. just not touched. And then uh, he, got some, uh, he got some money when his father passed away. He got some money from that that he wasn't allowed to touch. And... But then that he also, helps. yeah. Then he, but he also has a really good job. Then him and his wife both have the exact same job and both making the exact same. That's awesome. They used to live uh, where you live at. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, they said they were gonna buy a, a place there, mm-hmm. but then they're like, no, screw that. That's too much money. And then they were offered. They, they got a bunch of good things. His family offered him like, would you like this house over here? That's awesome. And so he was able to buy this house off his from his family. So That's way cool. He got a bunch of like, like he got a lot of good things helping him out along the way. But still, I'm like, man, like I don't understand, mm-hmm. like how you have that much money saved and this, this. But like that's like I, I look at them like that's reasonable. Like the, they're both already married. They both have their house. They both have real well-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if the kid was planned or not. But I mean, it seems like a prime opportunity. Oops, sorry. Have a prime opportunity to uh, to have a kid. Right. Right. And I see other people. I'm like. That wasn't, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I try not to judge, uh, you know. We try not to, but we, we, that's, that we, everybody judges everybody. Oh, I know, but I really try not, because I, I am a mom, so I try not to judge other moms, like. It, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand that things happen, and some stuff is out of your control, or you go, you go, Oops. I mean, my kid wasn't planned, so. <laughs> yeah. What, what room do I have, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? To judge anyone, and I wasn't married at the time. In fact, I wasn't even in a relationship with my husband at currently. I mean, we were on and off, but we were definitely off. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there's always those <laughs> situations. Like, I'm not trying to like, don't have a kid unless you're fully prepared. Like, that's, uh, well, I am kind. Of, I'm saying that a little bit, but <laughs> right. But I'm just like, I just see so many people are just like, I don't understand. Like on anything, I just I bring up kids because like, uh, but like on anything is like, how are you? I don't understand how you're surviving with this low paying of a job. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. That's mainly like the, the kids aside. Like I, mean, like, I don't understand how anybody survives on just such a low paying of a job. Yeah, you know, honestly, there's usually always something that people don't know about someone that that is surviving, and I put that in air quotes because most of the time, that thing could be they live with their parents or they live with a supportive relative or they have six roommates or, you know what I mean? Like there's always something you don't know about someone who's making it, I guess, in air quotes again (laughs) on those wages. Yeah. But you said like, I can go, I could leave the grocery store and get a crappier job flipping burgers at McDonald's and make more an hour. 
Yeah, especially right now. And it's like that's that's so silly. I don't think you should do that. Oh, I'm not, I'm definitely. <laughs> okay. I'm not going I to just, fast food I work. Just can't, well, it's not just because of the work. I just can't imagine you at the drive-thru <laughs> dealing with customers and the fuck bullshit. you want? You said cheese on the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to work for, like, a really popular ice cream place, and I almost got in trouble, um, not that place, but I almost got in trouble because, this is in high school, and there was a guy that I did not like in high school, and he came through the drive-thru, and he drove, like, a really fancy car, um, and I, one of the, one of the things about this ice cream place was that you're supposed to flip this one particular thing upside down. And that narrows it down. <laughs> I, I <laughs> but know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally did that. But this person ordered like the runniest kind of ice cream thing that they could possibly get. So it all dropped in their lap <laughs> and all over their nice car. And I was super proud of myself. Yeah, I almost got into a lot of trouble until I reminded them that it's in their commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> so they couldn't really discipline me. Yeah, and no, I mean, I get angry at fast food workers. Just imagine me on the other end. <laughs> I it, know. It, I'd be fired pretty quickly. Yeah, I think that you should look for a factory job where you deal with like the same crew. I don't. Know. I, I just. I don't. I don't like the factory work. Yeah, I the, know. The mindless. Every here, here's your station. Grab your thing. Oh no, the, I didn't mean technically like that. Oh. You know, like that. Cause I totally get that. Cause I've worked in I've worked in like a Jack's auto like auto parts or with Jack's factory whatever. Yeah. And you stand there with your ten snips. They put the sheet of metal down. You snip, snip, pass. Snip, yeah. Snip. I guess I, I wasn't really talking about that per se, but like you know, my best friend works for a printing company. The crew's the same. There are no customers there, but they do different jobs like all the time. So what you're doing is different every day. You yeah, know. I mean, like they said, like you, like your, you have offered, like the, like your friend has offered me a position there. Mm-hmm. You just gotta apply and whatnot, and yeah, it's like that. I mean, right now I know that they're a little slow, but they usually pick back up again around this time because they print all the kits for the auto show, so they always need help. Always need help. Yeah, it's just it, it's like switching. Yeah. To, it's like a night shift, and then well, driving out there at, and, at first, and there could be openings on the day. I. It's not a union position, but usually they offer the daytime spots to the people who work at night as like a, you already work here, so if you would like to go to the day shift, you can. But I know right now that the night crew is really like, they really like each other. I don't think any of them would go to days if they were offered, so they might, you know. Yeah. I mean, I keep that in the back of my head, but that's always like an opportunity, I'm like, it's not like it's, it feel bad like keeping that in my back pocket. Like, oh, if I if I need like I can go there. Be like, right. I think I get it. Like I've met the person. You know, you you put in a good word for me. They're like, yeah, just apply. You should be fine. Yeah, she was at my wedding. Yeah, that's where I isn't that where you met her? Yeah, yeah, that's where I met her. And then, uh, but like, there's all, there's all these other little things. I don't like. I want to say I don't like handouts, and like, you're not really handing it out to me. You just like here's an opportunity. Go tr- give it a shot. Exactly. It's not I like think you should. But like, there's like like. I don't know, like, I'm looking at the uh, the bread routes, the, like, delivering bread, which oh, yeah, yeah. stays in the same... I keep forgetting that. God, where is my mind lately? It's like, it, it keeps me in the similar field of, like, you know, I'm, I'm just receiving on the other end now. I'm delivering it instead of uh, receiving it. Yeah. But the, the, the money they make, and, like, all the bread vendors at the grocery store are willing to help me. They're, like, they're all willing to put in a good word for me. Like, yeah, Even absolutely. the ones I've pissed off, the ones that, like... 
they, like I, I don't even like that one. They're like, yeah, no, I'll help you out. Like I'll figure out this information and let you know. And that's awesome. I mean, shit, you could go work with my husband. Technically, I think they need people too. And he gets a. He was just telling me he gets like a referral bonus depending on the type of referral he makes. Yeah, but I, I believe that like because of my my current position in the. You just have to work at a different store. You you couldn't work at the same one. You'd have yeah. to go to one of the other. It's, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd actually have to get to know other people. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can bullshit with my husband all day. <laughs> I mean, we basically do that already. I but. know. I trust me. I hear a lot about it. But my husband has no friends on purpose. He literally like has you and like one other friend that used to work at that store and no longer works there. But that's it. And me, I guess. <laughs> guess. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know if he'll listen to this, but... Oh, no one, listen, no oh. one listens to this, so you're fine. It's cool. Actually, maybe that's why I'm not very nervous. And yeah, There's a maximum of maybe five people. Well, I will have to be honest, because like I said, you're one of my closest friends, and there are just some things I don't want to know about you, so I've avoided listening <laughs> to some of this. Too. I mean, I don't think there's anything that's too shocking on here. Like, I haven't like talked about like my preferred por- pornography. Like, that's not like something I, I don't think I've talked about it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever asked. I don't but know yeah. if I want to know. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, I don't think I don't think our topics get to that like that degree of like weirdness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the weirdness part because pornography doesn't really bother me. It's just the fact that it's so personal. Well, yeah, I'm saying like, like you 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 said you said that you don't you you haven't listened because you don't want to accidentally yeah. hear anything like that. I mean, maybe I don't know if it's that specifically, but you know things like that, sure. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the craziest thing is I I bought a male sex toy. That's about as far as craziness has got on the on the on the weird like I no maybe shouldn't hear about this. No, that. I mean, I'd be re- I'd be really me. bummed out like if my dad listened to that episode. I'm like, oh, why did why, why'd you listen to that <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, but that's a little different. That bond is a little different. I could see that. Yeah, but like a friend listening to that is it'd be awkward and weird. But like it's whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. But that's also why I'm like, yeah, don't listen to it. It's garbage. <laughs> no. No, I I don't know. I. I'm a huge podcast fan. I think I get caught up listening to all, like, I have well, this huge Spotify list that's insane. And well, I get, yeah, you also listen to, like, better quality stuff. No. And then people just shooting the shit. No, that's not true. I don't think it's any better quality. I think listening to people's conversations is interesting. I mean, that and it's, like, voyeuristic, kind of, you know, you're learning about their lives, which is, but I like memoirs. Like, I read memoirs about people who do all kinds of crazy things. You see, but you like, you listen to memoirs of people doing crazy things, and I'm just I li- I Joe mean, Blow that does nothing. I read memoirs of people who have really done nothing either. I mean, maybe that's the social science per- person, person in yeah. me, but I think that people are the most fascinating things. People, people are interesting. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the reason why I like difficult people is because they're some of the most interesting, you know? Like... Why are they difficult? What's happened to them? What is happening to them? Like, why are they making these decisions? You know, and I think, I think people that have your temperament and I don't know, our old boss's temperament are just funny. You guys are hilarious. Like, 
not when you're super angry. I don't think that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like leading up to that point where you, you just want to like snap is pretty funny to me. <laughs> sure. Okay. I, 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 I can see it, I guess. I don't know. You know, and people who are happy all the time are not really that interesting. You know, it's kind of like, oh, cool. You have no problem with anything, you know, like awesome. Yeah, I mean, people, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever met anybody that just has like nothing, like nothing wrong with them. Or truly, like happier individual. I don't think I've met anybody like that. Oh yeah, truly happy is different than acting happy all the time. Yeah, or people that put on like a fake show and like try to hide their misery. Yeah, I guess I've seen those people, and those people are just fuck the shit out of you. Just, mm-hmm. You know, your your life's your life, and fucking live it. Like deal, like deal with the problems that are thrown at you, and don't hide behind it. Yeah. Difficult people also don't hide themselves. They're, you know what I mean? Like, you don't hide behind a mask of, I don't know, I've met a lot of women specifically in my life that have this mask of fakeness that you you know when you're talking to them that they're you're not really seeing the real them. Like, you just know it. You feel it, you know? And I think that's what I like about difficult folks because no matter what they do, they can't seem to hide <laughs> parts of themselves that they probably would like to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah, you'd be like, oh, you know, I don't want people to know that, and you fuck it, I, I can't, there's no controlling, right. I can't tuck that <laughs> in the corner. But I don't know, I've always felt like, since I was, since I was a kid, uh, you know, I always got picked on and bullied and whatnot in school, and for the things I like, the things I'm like, well, screw you, like, I'm going to put it on blast, like, here's what I like, screw you if you don't like it, and you're an idiot for not liking it, and just... Here, yeah. here you go. So I've always been like very loud, like you know, this is what I like. Fuck you. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Because like people might hide, like oh, like I know I know a couple people way back and they would hide the fact that they were into gaming or they were like nerdy things. They're like I don't want people to know this about me. Right. And I'm just like screw you. I'm already getting made fun of. This is what I like. Eat yeah, it. I think people that make fun of other people for liking things are shitty. They're some of the shittiest human beings ever. I mean, I do that from time to time. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, somebody who's always, like, ugh, that's not cool. You know, like, the hipster types or whatever. Like, people that always make you feel bad for liking something. I don't know. I used to have a lot of those interests when I was younger. I was bullied when I was a little kid, but not... By the time I hit adolescence, I was just unpopular enough for people to not care about picking on me anymore. So, like... I made my little niche group of goth friends and, like, stuck with them. And there were some punk rock kids in there. And, like, we all hung out together. And I just liked what I liked. And I don't know. Then I got picked on, I think, for getting really good grades. But then liking punk rock and liking all, you know, because it's so counterintuitive. You know, people assume that you have to not care and you have to, like, do drugs or whatever. Yeah, I mean... Interesting to say that because I have like I have a bunch of uh, friends that were like I wouldn't say like goth or like would say the punk rock era like you know the the misfits. Yes. And you would you see these kids and you're like, there's no way they're doing well in school. Right. And then you like wait, I, I didn't graduate. Like I I flunked out. How the hell did you pass? Yeah. He's like I still did my homework. I'm like, but you like the persona you put on shows that you don't give two fucks. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was been there when I was a kid. I'm like, how the fuck did you graduate and yeah. pass your classes? I was out there skipping school with you. How the hell did you pass? Yeah, I was one of those kids that, that you would probably think that about. I mean, my parents didn't really, like, let me 
okay, my dad and my stepmom didn't really let me dress, like, so I was very overt, but people just knew it talking to me. I, I don't know. I used to be, like, very rage against the machine, <laughs> you know, like, pound the pulpit. I'm too tired for that shit now, <laughs> by the way. But I still agree with it. Um, but, no, I remember it wasn't that I didn't, like, I cared um, but I also was smart enough to like spend two minutes in the hallway doing my homework or spending an hour writing a paper that would probably take someone a little longer, someone else a little longer. So I think in that way, like I could still get good grades and not care simultaneously. See, I took the, I don't care to the extreme. I was like, I don't fucking care. I ain't doing a damn thing. You had some other shit going on in your life though. Then I think than I did. Well, I mean, uh... I kind of clung to academics. I had family that made me feel real shitty about everything else. So, like, the things I liked and the things that I didn't like or the things that I did. So I kind of clung to it and was like, fuck it, I'm going to be this awesome and I'm going to show you that I'm not a total fucking dumbass, you know, basically. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't have, like, I mean, I don't, I don't see my situation as, I mean, my, what I was going through right. as a kid is, like, that serious of a thing. I don't... I, it is, though, and that's, see, that's what's funny to me about you, is that, like, you don't see it as a big deal, but, like, I won't go into what you went through, obviously, but from what I know, from I mean, what you've I've told I've talked me, about it on here, it's fine. It's a big fucking deal, you know what I mean? It's a pretty big deal, and your experiences are pretty atypical of most people, you know? They're pretty typical of other people that have been through similar things, but most people don't go through that. So it probably had more of an effect on your life than you think. I mean, I, I don't know. Just I, I don't know. Maybe just because I, I lived in, I'm just like I, I, I don't see it. Right. But well, you, you're probably right. I mean, you're the I said, you're the closest thing that I ha I've seen since uh, as a, as a therapist. Like you're the closest thing, or you know. So I mean, I don't know. You you've done all the studies and all the uh, so you you probably see it better than I do. But like I've I haven't just, done all this stuff. I've read a lot. You've read a lot, but, <laughs> but that's the that's the that's the field you're like interested in. And that's yeah. so. I guess, but I don't, I don't know. I just I don't see it as that big of a deal. I mean, th there's a couple things that are like man. Or messed up like my my dad marrying my friend's mom. That's 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 the weird situation and that whole thing and yeah. But like my mother abandoning me. Like when you put it, like your mother abandoned you. It that's sounds... huge, and that probably had a lasting impact on the rest of your life based on the age, just the age of when. Well, it I mean, happened. but uh, it was when I was like thirteen. So I don't like if it was, if I was younger, I'd feel like I have a bigger impact. But I was, I was no thirteen, especially for guys, is like a huge age. You know. Sure, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I won't go into it here. But yes, I think what you went through definitely has impacted, you know, the way that you look at things now. I mean, and that's true for everyone. You know, what you go through in life obviously directs how you make decisions. Well, yeah, like, your your experiences is how like how, yeah, or what define you in your life and how you go through life is through your experiences, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, look at it even that way, if you have to look at it that way to recognize its validity. You know what I mean? Kind of, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else you got? Um, that's about it, I mean... I said we, I, I, all week, like, last week, you were supposed to come up, but it was bad timing. 
Yeah, this well, week you, you made can, it. You can blame Adam for that because he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll be home in time for you to go, so that you know Ella can have someone with her, and I don't have to bring her and keep her quiet." Um, and then he shows up two hours late and was like, "Oh, I had overtime. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry." <laughs> like, and I'm like, "No, it's fine. I figured." Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like that happened last week. All right, so we'll, we'll delay our. Our Halloween episode, Spooky Week. Yeah. And then like, we get together this week. I'm like, all right, cool. Tiffany's here. We just need Nick to get here. Then Nick had something happen. He had to go take care of something right yeah, at the last minute. and I'm kind of bummed because, like, I haven't officially met Nick. I know his mom, and <laughs> I know you, and I pretty much know all about his entire life, but I've never actually shook his hand. Yeah, you know his mom because she does all our taxes. Yes, his mom is amazing. I wish she was still going to do my taxes this yeah, year. Yeah, that was a bummer to me, too. It was like, oh, your mom's not going to do my taxes. Your mom's been doing my taxes forever. Like, i got to find someone else to do my taxes now. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to do our taxes. And I just wanted to, like, shove it off on her. <laughs> so. Yeah, for me, at least it's easy enough where I have one simple. Like, here's my, like, I could do it myself for probably cheaper, but... I just like going to, like, here, you do it. Yeah, well, it got simple for us this year because I took a year off between school. I don't know, just between different degree programs because of this whole pandemic. So, like, I don't have to do anything with school or, like, student loans or, you know, any of that, grants or whatever. So, it's just, like, us and our kid, basically. Yeah. But last year, I was like, uh, (laughs) I really need help (laughs) because I've got all this shit, like, we moved, we have a kid, school, you know, all this stuff, and I don't know how to do my taxes like that. Yeah, mine, mine, like, I, I can simply just do that since I have just one job, and like, I don't have to, like, put any dependents or whatnot. I just fill out those, the one little form. It's just basically copy-paste your W-2 and send it. Right, yeah, so mine, I, I miss that. Oh, yeah, and then I had disability income, um, so that was, you know, that's not taxable. So there was that. The thing is going to be, if this podcast ever goes off. Oh, and I got married. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was the other thing. That's why I was like, Gina, <laughs> do these. Yeah. Yeah, see, if the podcast ever goes i got to figure out how to how I have to tax all this shit if I ever make any money off this. Well, you can write all of this shit off as, like, you know. I tried to already write it off. Like, she was already trying to help me, like, write it off. But yeah. I don't know if it went through or not. As business expenses? Yep. Yeah. I would if I were you. You've got some nice equipment here. Yeah, I'm two grand down. That's, oh man, I wish I had two grand. <laughs> I will, I will. Yeah, you, know. you, you, you you're starting a new job, getting some money, income. Doing a job you, you will probably enjoy way better than... I already enjoy it, <laughs> like, way more. I mean, like I said... I feel bad about abandoning you because I really liked our team and I really liked the like synergy that we had. We got shit done, but I just like emotionally, I can't go back there. Financially, I can't go back there, you know, and the nature of my disability, it has to do with my heart. And so like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a coronary artery dissection again because this time I'll die (laughs) because of that job. I would rather work with mentally ill patients then, uh, <laughs> then go back to that place. That should tell you something. Yeah, I know. And then like every every sign from like if you believe in signs and fucking bullshit like that yeah. is showing is pointing me in the direction to fucking get a new job. Yes. Like you're telling me to get a new job. Nick's telling me to get a new job. My dad's telling me to get a new job. My dad's friend is like get a fucking better job. Yeah. 
the I mean, people I work with are all like, dude, get a different job. You can go work. Um, I drive by on my way now. Uh, I drive by the American soy products plant or whatever, and they're starting wages like 19 an hour. And you'd work in a factory. You could probably do shipping and receiving there because they've got like several big docks, you know. So that, I mean, you don't have to go to like, you know, a a shitty place with a higher wage. You could potentially get like a, you know. Yeah, and everything's just paying more. You're just trying to figure out what, like, Nick put it in a way like like uh, Nick put it in a way where it's like, dude, you have every opportunity available. Like he, him yeah. him trying to get a different job is hard because he's such high up and he's he makes such a certain amount of money where he can't take a step down or try something different. He's kind of stuck in his little field in his little window. Mm-hmm. Me is like you're at the bottom, dude. Like you can go anywhere. Yeah. And I guess with all that choices, it's kind of hard to like Narrow make a cho- yeah ma- make a choice. Like, do I want to go work in this factory like as a high low driver? Do I want to go over here? Do I want to deliver bread? Do I want to do this? Oh, yeah. I wonder where... Do you remember Jack? I, he was driving a high-low for some chemical company around here, and he was making a ton of money just driving all day. You know, barely yeah. got off the high-low. Yeah, I could so, do that job all day. I know. Easy. Sit on I a know. high-low for fucking eight, ten hours? Yeah, you basically have nowhere to go but up. And it's not only because of what you do. It's because everywhere needs help everywhere around here i can't tell you how many now hiring signs i go by shit fedex has got signs out that says like five thousand something dollars in tuition assistance you know like every year or whatever for people who work there um but there are like billboards and like signs everywhere yeah it's just like i don't want to like i already hate my job and i don't want to sign up for something i'm gonna you know not want to do I get that. Because I already have a hard enough time. Like, I finally, like, within the grocery store, I like what I do. And to, you know, to give it up, yeah, to give it up for more pay sounds great. But if you give it up for more pay for something that you cannot stand. Didn't you, you like working at Budweiser? Uh, well, it was the other company. Oh. But the, uh, the O&W, the, the yeah. distributor. Yeah, it's just the fact that I was hired there and I was supposed to get pushed through the ranks. Mm-hmm. Like, I was hired to be like, all right, we're going to get you here and we're going to push you to the top and get you into a driving spot. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that fell through gotcha. and they were going, they were wishy-washy on their wording is why I stopped working there and continued working at the grocery store. I gotcha. I can understand that. I would definitely keep trying, though. And, like, you're at a point right now, you can't go any lower Unless you go to fast food, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Sorry, fast food workers. Um, I really appreciate y'all. Yeah, it's like, we need you, but it's not not for me. No, it's not for Chris. <laughs> um, so, like, I think that you can't go anywhere but down. Um, and if you don't like it, just quit. Like, quit within, you yeah, know, but see a that, month or two. If, if you know you hate it. But that's the problem. Is like, if you're like, all right... I, I set up a new job, and then I get rid of the grocery store and start working there. Just cut down to one day a week. They can't keep you from doing that at the grocery store. Yeah, and I, I, actually, I brought that up to one ma- one manager there that I'm okay with. That and like The minimum shift that you can work is like a four-hour shift. It means I brought that up to like a manager that I'm okay with. That I'm, like, I'm comfortable talking to you that I'm thinking about like maybe moving my stuff around. Mm-hmm. Because I know he's not going to start like going crazy and telling everybody, like, oh, he's get rid of them. Sure. So I was talking to him about it, and like, he wasn't he wasn't cool with the idea. I'm like, what if I drop down to like part time 
you know, come in on some on these days and I do random tasks like do this or do that for you, the, the shit that's not getting done. Right. I come in on random the days I can and take care of it. And he was like, I don't know. Right. So. Well, technically, I don't, I don't know because I haven't read the new contract, the new union contract, um, in any context of like actually stewarding, you know, it. I've looked over it and it's shitty and I don't know how it passed, but. Anyway, these the dumb people looked at it and was like, "Oh, look, this is this is more money." I don't think there's any hourly guarantee anymore. So, like, if you are available to work a four-hour shift, let's say Sundays, because you only work Monday through Friday, but they don't have any hours available on Sunday, they can just not schedule you. Technically, you're still employed there. So, like, if for some reason you quit and then your availability opens up, they have to take you back. But you still get no hours for that week. So that's like, you know what I mean? That That's where it gets tricky. Because in the old contract, you were guaranteed like at least three, four-hour shifts or whatever. But Yeah. I can't remember the exact number, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I was trying to like, because I'm like, all right, if I switch to like a morning shift bread delivery route. Right. I could come in a couple hours, do four-hour shifts, two, three times a week. To sure. do the oddball stuff that no one does. And they hire people like that all the time. There's one guy that just like, he, all he does is sweep the floor. All this guy does is sort the one thing. That's ridiculous. I'm like, you can hire me and I'll actually get some actual work done. Just right. put me on like a couple of days a week doing this random stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've been thinking about it and everything is like pushing me towards like getting out. I got other things that I need to get set up. Uh, I think it's, I'm going to be out of this apartment in six, seven months. Yep. And, uh, and no matter what, like I got two options, either your place or Nick's place. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm going no matter what. And then at that point, it's going to be save money. And if I already don't have a different job, find a different job within that time. Mm-hmm. Because it feels a little bit more more flexible. Where like if I can like not mooch off, but if I have a place that like yeah. uh, will not like harass me about any rent money or yeah, paying a stupid amount, you're good. I can like if I quit my job, start a new job, and that doesn't work out, it gives me a little bit of a buffer to try to find something and not be super stressed about trying to live. And Right. Well, that's what I told you when I made that offer. I was like, you pick one. Either set the goal to get a better car or a better job. You don't have to do both while you're staying with us. I don't expect you to do both, but we're trying to give you an opportunity to like get a leg up on the situation because I can understand... like. Right now, you're financially dependent on a, on a roommate that you don't want to be financially dependent on, plus you have a crappy car, plus you hate your job, and all three of those things are overwhelming, because those are like the three facets of your whole life, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I at least want to take away the financial dependence on the roommate thing. Like, we don't need any money for you, and actually, you might not have to pay to store your stuff. Because Adam and I are cleaning out the shed, and if there's enough room between that and the bedroom and Nick's house, then you wouldn't have to pay. Where am I going to put this table? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, this could probably stand up in our shed. Yeah, is it that tall? Yeah. Maybe. All right, we'll, see. we'll, we'll have to look at that. Because this is, the, this is the biggest factor is I bought this stupid big-ass table. I mean, I'm five foot three, and my shed's probably twice the height of me. So yeah, this is just about ten feet. Yeah, so this table can probably stand up on on its side, or it can. If it can't, it can be flipped horizontally. 
I think this is the one of the best slash worst purchases I've ever made. <laughs> yeah. It's a great table. I, I like the table. I remember when you got it. Because <laughs> I got your old table. Yeah, you got my old table. Yep. And I'm like, this table's going to be great. We're going to have so much gaming on it. It's big. It's going to be great. And then I'm like, man, this table's too big. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> awesome. I mean, shit. I remember I used to play like Axis and Allies um, with one of my buddies. And then, oh my God, what is the... Twilight Imperium or Twilight, Twilight Struggle. Struggle? Yeah, that was it. And we'd have to leave Twilight Struggle set up, you know. He's yeah, like, no, no, no one touched that. We'll get back to exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> this table would have been super helpful, you know. But yeah. Uh, anyway, no, I like it. And yeah, we can definitely we'll figure it out. But yeah, my whole point is, you might not even have to pay for a storage fee. So we're trying to make it as simple as possible. Sorry, you're gonna have to put up with my kid, but. That's fine. I was like, I can work around it. It's no big deal. Your kid's fine. My kid's crazy. I mean that in the nicest way, but she's got a lot of energy. Is it like where the situation is? It's if there's downsides to both. Like, like the, really, the only downside of moving with you is your kid and like any yeah. kind of loudness or you know that. That's the only downside. She she's okay with that. I mean, to a point. Yeah. You know. And then like there's the it's a bit further of a drive to work. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the only. But the, the downside at Nick's house is it's really far away from work. Yeah, he also has a kid. Right. And I there's no there's no spare room. I'll be in the living room with zero bit of privacy. Yeah, that's not a good situation. Yeah, she can't be masturbating in the living room like looking <laughs> around. Yeah, I'll fix the I'll fix the latch on the door for you. I just put a sign on. <laughs> yeah. Do not disturb for right. the next five minutes. I think it's going to be funny because, and I'm sure your listeners don't know that you look like Maui from Moana. And <laughs> Ella, Ella, it's still in her head that you look like Maui. So I think that's really cute. <laughs> I'll, I'll end up with a new nickname. What? So I'll end up with a new nickname. Yep. She calls you Mr. Chris now, but she'll call you she Maui. She also calls me Mrs. Chris, so... <laughs> That is true, but I think it's just because you have long hair. She has a hard time still. Like, so one of my friends had a has a teenage daughter who is dating a, a guy who had shoulder length, like light purple hair, and she kept calling him Miss. So, and I was like, no, honey, but she just like couldn't get it through her head because she's, you know, she's still five yeah. technically. Um, <laughs> that you know, it was a boy because he didn't. He looked very effeminate, but. You know, so she doesn't mean it disrespectfully. Oh, yeah, no, I don't take, like, it's, it's, okay. like, it's I'm not like, God damn it. No, it's, yeah. it's a kid. I understand. It was, it was <laughs> the, it was the kids when I was in school that would call me a female. Oh, yeah. And that's when it's upsetting, but it's like, it's a little kid. I, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, she'll eventually get it. I know she will. She's just cognitively not quite there yet. Yeah. Or I just need to cut all my goddamn hair off. No. <laughs> Who are you telling? My hair is, it's not as long as yours, but it's getting close. Yeah, well, my hair's longer than my sister's hair. I think I got an issue. <laughs> yeah, your sister's doing okay. Uh, yeah, she's fine. Okay, good. She's 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 all right. Yeah, I uh, I just you know I haven't asked about her in a while, so that's all. Yeah, we can talk more about it when we cut this off. Yeah, I figured. Um, but yeah, no, my kid's gonna she's gonna think it's awesome that you're staying with us, and. I don't know. I just, right now I'm in the process of getting rid of all of our junk so that room doesn't look like a crap hole for you. Yeah, it's not, as long as there's enough room to shove a computer in, 
Yeah. And I can run a cable from that room to wherever the, the router's at for the internet. It's in our living room. Yeah, so just run a cable from the bedroom to there. I have, it's 100 feet, and I just pin it to the ceiling, and it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, that'll work. And then, uh, yeah, so the, as soon as that happens, I think that was, that's, maybe, even though I want all this, like, I want, like, I want a different job, different living situation, better money, fucking lose weight. Even though I want all this, it's hard to get motivated to fix or do anything, of the, anything yeah. like that. I know. It would be hard for anybody because it's all literally, it feels like it's every major part of your life, you know? And I've been in that situation where it just feels like nothing but fires that you have to put out, you know? So I get it. And that's why Adam and I talked about it and we decided to offer you that. Yeah. So I think like with, with that, like, even though it's going to take so long, even though it's like six months, seven months away, I think as soon as that happens, it'll start kicking other things into gear yeah. to start doing like they start bettering other things yeah definitely because like at that point it's like shit i can't stay at my friend's house forever so i gotta fucking get moving so i don't know yeah but it also put more money in your pocket to get moving you know what i mean to like figure it out because you know i don't want you to i don't want you to have to stay here or in a similar situation forever i just wish i could fucking leave soon like tomorrow i know (laughs) I know. Shit yesterday, just fucking be out of here. I totally understand. I've lived with a with a former partner that um, I was financially dependent on, and it sucked. It really sucked, especially when I knew our relationship was over in my head. But I had to like put up with it for five more months while I got all my shit together. It was awful. Yeah. Well, on that, we ran longer than we normally run, so we'll fucking we'll end this, and uh, maybe fucking next week. Yes. We'll have all, we'll have everybody here, and we actually can get to fucking some October spooky yeah, fucking I'm shit. Staring at a fucking Ouija board, and yeah, I, I want to use it. I pulled the Ouija board out. I was like, we're gonna open this up. We I have the how to use the Ouija board safely manual, and I thought it was gonna be a good time. Yeah. Even though we're gonna break rule like rule number one, where it's just no, don't use it in your house. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to. We're not using it in my house, so <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Um. And yeah, I have some ghost stories too. Yeah, so hopefully next week we'll have Nick here. We'll have some ghost stories. I'm going to read some more about some Ouija boards and I'll bring in some Ouija stories from the internet to talk about. And I'll bring the book that my husband calls my spell book. Oh yeah, I, I never I, I meant to mention that she is a witch as well and she has a bunch of spell books and stuff. I am not a witch actually, but my husband thinks I am. So we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. So hopefully <laughs> next week we'll get all, we'll get everybody here and we'll actually deliver on what we promised about a spooky Halloween week. Yes. All right.